And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. sounds echo through the halls whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still that is the time when ghosts are present practicing their terror with ghoulish delight welcome foolish and now an ad from dad <clears throat> all right save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive can i take these off what is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Mortals, I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hmm? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to frighten you prematurely. <laughs> the real chills come later. Now, as they say, look alive and let's all stay together, please. Shh. Listen. You're listening to The Tony Bruno Show. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. All you ghosts and goblins and witches and bitches and trickers and treaters and if you're going to perform tricks tonight we do have a private room upstairs for your dining and dancing pleasure and plenty of change yes indeed you got any singles of course can you make it rain with like fun size candy yes we can we've got candy we got the big candy vat here it's halloween night we're live at uh, moonshine philly lots of kids on the street early yep I i've never seen as many kids at like five o'clock eastern time when we were getting ready to leave to come over here I mean, the streets were mobbed. Well, it's also 73 degrees outside oh, on nice. Halloween Day. Yeah, it'll be uh, 20 over the weekend. I know. Uh, anyway, we're in that time of the year. We're going to change the clocks. We're going to fall back on Saturday night. You know that? Uh-oh. We're going to lose an hour. I'm used to falling on my you, ass on Saturday night. Yeah. You forgot something before we started the show. What did I forget? Oh, I forgot to get my uh, accoutrement. Hello. I'm sorry. 
Now, that's why I didn't feel all Halloweenish when we started. Let me get my, uh, this is my favorite costume. This has been all over the world, this costume. Yeah, you've pulled that costume out of the closet many, 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 many times. I've pulled many a lot things. Of things out of the closet, yes. <laughs> exactly. I think Don Lemon was in there last night. I pulled him out and he went on CNN and basically said all white men are evil. Thanks, Don. Appreciate that, Don. Yeah. Meanwhile, no politics on the show and no dirty tricks because, you know, pimping ain't easy. It ain't. How do you like the pimp? Now, I've worn this pimp costume See, before. See, now, I, I like... It's a staple. It's like... It's like wearing a tuxedo at a wedding. <laughs> I like it. I, 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 like, I like what it is, but I, th- I think we got to refurbish it a little bit. Why? So I think, I think, because I, I love the, the, the black lapel. Yeah. But I think we got to go to, we got to take this thing to Dominico's and see Michael, see if he can get a nice, like, velvet lapel going up. But this is velvet. No, no, no. The, oh, la- the lapel itself. The lapel, the lapel itself. This is more it's like a satin. leathery, yeah, it's like no, a satin, satin kind of thing. But I'm, I think we should get the velvet put on. I can, do, I can actually do it myself. I can do the Benny Crass version. Just cut the lapel off next year. Benny Crash from Crash Brothers, 937 South Street Store of the Stars, used to wear these because uh, he, he, sold, he sold his own suits. And he would always wear suits with no lapels. You can't do that. Well, I mean, it was, he was different. I, it was different, but you can't do that. Unfortunately, that look never really took off. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think it was going to look like he was wearing chef jackets. <laughs> We're going to have fun tonight. So if you're a kid in the neighborhood, kids want to come by, we got the big bowl of fun-sized candies. Yeah, I want to know who, who said that those, who basically deemed those to be fun-sized, because nothing that big could be fun. They, they, ask any woman. Well, they're bite-sized. <laughs> well, ask women ask if anything woman. small can be fun. Right. But look, we got Milky Ways. We've got M&M's. We've got Nestle's Crunch. Yeah. We got White Boys. Snickers. <laughs> we got White <laughs> Now, let me tell you. I got to play that. We got Kit Kats. We got Twix. Not one of my favorites. So I'll be giving away all the Twix, Milky Ways. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna give away the ones you don't like. Well, I'm gonna snag some of the ones. I, I'm a Kit Kat and Nestle's Crunch fan. I like the crunchy stuff inside. I don't like uh, like nougats. Now you know today was was it today or yesterday? There was National Candy Corn Day. Yes, was it was yesterday. yesterday. It was yesterday. And there was National Peeps Day or something. We were actually watching a show where they make the Peeps up in a factory in Pennsylvania. I like a nice marshmallow. You like peeps? Yeah, I like no. marshmallow. No. You don't Why? like peeps? I don't. I, I'm not a big marshmallow fan because it's just all sugar. I, when I was a kid, sweet, I love like mallow cups. Remember, I'm a mallow like cup them. guy. Mallow cups are basically like Reese's Pieces, but there's marshmallow inside instead of peanut butter. And I used to love those as a kid because you get it all messy. You get all that. And I like Reese's Pieces, but they have to be frozen now to eat them. I can't eat like warm Reese's, uh, Reese's cups. I so what, why ain't the Reese's peanut butter cup? I eat out the. I eat a circle out of the middle. Really? Why? Because man, what? I eat a circle out of the middle, and then I literally take all the chocolate off of the cup itself, and then what? eat the rest of the. Yes. How man. the heck do you do a circle in the middle of a Reese's butter cup? Well, you're like my mom, Robin, and I can't tell you that, but I'm a very skilled individual. When it well, comes I hate to, to do it to you this early in the. Ew! I just pictured it. I'm telling you, man. Could, maybe you can do that. I don't think I have. Someone wants to bring in a Reese. I don't have any Reese's peanut butter cups, but maybe Luigi will give us a live demonstration tonight. Absolutely. You got a password for that, though. You got to have a password? No. Oh, we got a, ch- a trick-or-treater coming oh, in here. Let's get, it. Let's get the but kids the, in but here. But the mask. Oh, we got a. What is going on? We got cats. But he's got to put the mask on. No mask, no can. Put the mask down, man. So, but you have, to go, you, you, you have to go up there. Robert, move that mic Guide over so people don't trip over here. the wire. Now, this is the Black Panther, and he's got neon... Uh, did you turn the black, black light on, Robin? <sighs> what, oh, what do you we like? What'd you go for? Take What'd you go for? One. 
Now, what is your name? Black Panther, He's ladies Black and gentlemen. Panther, buddy. He looks phenomenal, though. Yeah, he does. I like it. You got to zip the back of the suit up, though. Now, is that mom or dad in the... Uh, is mom? Mama Cat. Mama, Mama Cat. Cat. Ha, ha. Thank not you. Mom, not Mama Cass. That, you Mama know, Cat. I saw those the other day. They have the big head. The big heads now are big this yes, year. Yes, they're huge. Animal heads. They used to be big at furry conventions only. Now people are wearing them everywhere, not just at their weekend debauchery yes. sessions with other strange people wearing uh, animal costumes. I, it's I big think in it, Pittsburgh. It's you know. catching on. It's big in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it is. No, have... it's like the, the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is the furry capital of the world. I you can know? never do that, man. You can never I do can, that? I can never do the furry. No. Couldn't really? Do it. No, couldn't do it. Well, you just dress up as like an animal, and then you have sex with strangers, not even knowing who's in the other costume? I can't do it, man. That would be weird. Strictly you me imagine like a panda banging a squirrel? It's just weird. Oh, have you ever... No, no, no. Okay, we did a story on this because there was somebody... There was, a, there was a... Uh, when we were still doing the In and the Night show, there was a football team that went to Pittsburgh to play, and they were housed in the same hotel that as there was... As a furry a, convention, As a furry yes. convention. It was a big deal. And the players were like... Uh, it was a little weird. The players so were walking into the I had lobby. Never, I had never heard about this whole furry thing, so I did a little research. Let me tell you, when you do research on furry... You find out like, stuff you don't you, want to know. There's also... And there's pictures, and there's videos. And I didn't think it was possible, but they do, in their costumes, they have strategically placed holes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In and out oh, holes. Yes. good for you. How do you and, think they have sex? And there, there are pictures and videos of, like... They, they, they have something called um, pileups. Pileups? Yes, which is a furry gangbang. Pileups? Mm -hmm. It sounds a little cleaner than a gangbang. It gang does. Right. Pileups or something. Pileups? Yes, pile, pile, I think it was... Caravans? Or, or maybe it was a pile on? I don't know. <laughs> but it was... They don't have, you know, you know, that's one of the things you don't see in the NFL. All the new penalty... Remember piling on used to be a penalty in the NFL when like six guys would jump on top of the pile. They call it piling on, right? Now they don't have that penalty anymore. Because Meanwhile, you're not allowed to even touch a player in the NFL now when you make a tackle. Especially the quarterback. Especially the quarterback. But we have... We got tons of stuff to get into tonight. Well, yeah, you, you know, got, we got, have the big story here in Pennsylvania today. I know if you're listening all over the world. Huge news. It is huge. It is... In fact, Ew. let's get the breaking news sounder in here because this may be the biggest story of 2018. Forget about the elections. Forget about all this uh, rhetoric and all this other crap going on out there in the midterms. Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen... Here we are on October 31st, 19, uh, 19 year of our 2018, Lord. 18 years into the new tw uh, 21st century, Pennsylvania has entered the 20th century. So we still got a lot of catching up to I do. Think, I think it's because we had John Avello on last week, and you were complaining. You called out Pennsylvania. Exactly. I think it, you I've been calling them out, out the state since day one, but more importantly, ever since uh, Jim Kenney became the mayor. You have been calling them out forever, but last week, most importantly, we had John Avello on talking about all the money that's going to be made in each state, and they were listening, and they finally said... And, one of the, and you know, I do the bet, uh, bet U.S. bet guide football picks every week. Where, By the way, I was 4-0 and last weekend. 4-0. and oh. I could have gone 7-0. and oh. There were so many games I loved. So you see what's happening? My picks were a little meta-meta uh, this season. I had a 3-1 weekend a couple of weeks ago. Then 4-1 and one this weekend. So I'm now rolling into the second half of the season. And, and people, no better time than now. And right now. Because we've separated the, 
you know, the fakes from the real deals out there. We know who the bad teams are. It always takes a few. It always takes till about week six, week seven, when you start realizing, you know, who the cream of the crop is. Who exactly. The, who the, uh, the, the stable teams to bet on are. It's kind of like making love. You don't no. want to. Yeah. It's, it, you want to start out a little bit slow. You know, you just want to get a little bit warm slow first, slow and steady until you build up hot and heavy. And no, no. Exactly. You always want to win. You don't say, I'm going to suck the first four weeks of the season and give you bad picks. That's not how it works. But I'm going to get better later on. That's not how it works. Exactly. That's not how any of this works. So why don't you tell them how they can do this now? So now, you know, Bet Sugarhouse is one of of our sponsors, and I give the picks on there every week. I post them on there. And they've been telling us, you know, it's not going to be long now because under the system right now, you can't actually make a bet in Pennsylvania. You can actually be on the site in Pennsylvania. You can deposit and withdraw. Right. But to actually go and make a bet, you have to go to the state of New Jersey to do this. Right. So you have to drive over the bridge, then make your bet, and then come back home if you're a Pennsylvania native. U.S. Bet Guide is where all of your picks are posted and where you can sign up. Right. And And when you sign up uh, under the Tony Bruno and U.S. Best Guide, when you go to my picks... The first, because you see all these other companies doing it. They're matching it $100 on your first $100 deposit. What kind of cheap-ass shit is that? Pardon my French. $100 from these multi-zillion dollar companies? That's That's the match? That's an outrage. Even Luigi wouldn't settle for that crap. Absolutely not. Would you you be enticed by a $100 match on your first deposit? What am I, 12? No. Exactly. No. What are you playing? The, The daily number? Playing penny slots here? I'm laying action. Exactly. On SugarHouse, PlaySugarHouse.com and U.S. Bet Guide, $250 is matched on your first bet. That's what I'm talking about. Your first deposit, boom, becomes $500 in the bank. That's what I'm talking about. Damn right. And now Pennsylvania, the general of the Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board. I've been waiting. Finally, finally has allowed SugarHouse and Harris to actually start. Online betting and live betting. Sugar it's House about will damn have a, time. a sports book in their casino, Harris, and of course Parks. But Sugar House and Harris, the latest to get their licenses, and they will start taking bets in the house. You can go to Sugar House and bet on sports starting December first, ladies and gentlemen. This is huge, man. December first, so right in been, time, Black Friday. <laughs> right, ex- exactly right. Now, and obviously they've been working on the mechanism of getting all this stuff going. I know right. Parks built us. Their 360 club, they turned that into a sports book. Yep. They're going to do it probably in November because they've, they've been working on this ahead of time and they had space. Sugar House is going to do it. And now I can, I'm walking this. I can walk and get action on Sundays. I can walk over there and get action on Saturday nights, too. Oh, easy. I mean, if you're lucky. You I wear this suit and I walk in there. You could wear that on a Monday and get action. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's one out, but the afternoon crowd is always attracted to. Trust exactly. me. You come walking in there like Big Daddy Warbucks, believe me, someone's down on their luck. And before I get people saying, oh, you're encouraging gambling. No, no people no, no. gamble on everything. You, the, the lottery. What's, what's a bigger form of what pe- people spend more money on lottery? Wait, wait. People who can't pe- afford. People say, wait, pe- people say that, that, that sports betting is, is, you know, is bad, but you're saying people gamble on lottery. How do you think this thing got up to $1.6 billion exactly. without people gambling? Thousands of people were buying, seriously, they were buying hundreds, hundreds of dollars of tickets that they can't afford to play the lottery. This way, you actually have a chance to win. And you don't, it's not like you don't, have to, you don't have to bet several hundred dollars or you know, a couple no. times a game. You can bet two, three dollar parlays, five dollars, exactly. have some fun with it. You can actually make the game a little interesting if that's what you want to do. And listen, I play the Powerball and the, and the, uh, the Mega Millions. We not play, every week. We didn't play tonight. That thing's up to $800 million. Uh, almost, it doesn't I mean. matter. Does it really matter? Sure, it matters. No, it doesn't. Because yes. if you won $7 million, you'd be happy. 
If I want people don't get it, they don't go play the lottery when it's $7 million, because that's not enough. Yet, if you won a $7 million lottery, would you be mad? Hell no, I'd be happy as that. So I take half of that. Give me $3 million and sayonara. That's it. Or hasta la vista, baby. Or. Alvidazen. Alvidazen. Au revoir. Au revoir. Peace or, out. Most importantly, Avafangul. <laughs> Avafangul. Right. Exactly. exactly right. The definitive see you later alligator tagline. That's right. So basically what happens now is, is that you can go, le- as of December 1st, yep. you will be able to walk into Harris, Harris here, uh, Sugar House, yep. Parks Casino, and you can go sit in a normal sports book and place bets, but... You will also be able to do so from these apps on the, on the telephone. Exactly. Which is awesome because before you would have to go, you could always deposit cash and you can withdraw cash from these apps, but you had to go to a different state to place your bets if you were in Pennsylvania. Now, you don't have to drive to Delaware. You don't have to drive to New Jersey. You could sit in the comfort of your own home and do this online. Exactly And that's right. a huge deal. You know what, Tony? There's a lot of people out there who are not familiar with how to place a bet because they've never had the chance to. You should have a special Tony Bruno betting clinic. Like where, well, where I'll you... I'll be doing that. I'll, you, I'll be having a women's betting clinic. Right. Because guys already know that they look for my picks in the Stone Cold Guaranteed Yeah, box. but people don't know how to bet a lot of times. I'll teach them. I'll have a... I'll do women in betting. <laughs> Believe me. If they start losing, they'll learn really fast. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> this is a very quick learner's thing. Trust me. Robin, what are you drinking? Uh, we are drinking the Bruno's Blue Skies. Yes. With Sky Energy Drink, which is awesome. And we finally perfect. I think we finally perfected the, uh, the ingredients. Yes, we have. And by the way, if you come in tonight to the program, you will get absolutely free a taste of Sky Energy. Our good buddy Joe Quillen was in here last week. He walked home with a case of Sky Energy drink. I know. Right? He out, the the on- out the door. Out the, the door. owner. How many, bar- how many cans in there? One, two, oh! By the way, five, six. It's a 24-pack, 24 pack, 24 cans of Sky Energy drink. Now, Joe, have you tried the Sky Energy? Oh. Oh, he's got a cold. It does not. It's not been proven by the FDA. It's something that cures cancer, the common cold, gonorrhea. All the other diseases that people have when they watch TV and there's a drug that has 72 after effects or possible side effects which actually scare you away from actually taking the medication for what it's supposed to do to help you. I, I, but going back on this, on this sports betting thing, I actually am so excited that Pennsylvania has finally I know. decided How to, the hell to, is a, New Jersey? to adopt How the hell is New something Jersey? that's been around for years. It should have been, it's just, this should have been done 30 years ago. Exactly. 30 years ago, easily. But it's, just, it's, it's good now. It's, a, it's good for everyone. Much. It's good for, for sports bettors. You save a ton of money not having to go meet up with your bookie every single week. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it leaves a lot of awkwardness out. Tony, can you hand me a Sky Energy, please? Absolutely. Would you like the sugar-free or the regular Sky? You know what? I'll try the sugar-free one. That's the one I had before, right before, right before the show. I've got ready two to go. cases right here down low. And if you'd like to come into Moonshine Philly tonight, you're going to get one. And, and I want you to taste it because, you know, you're getting something free to taste. And I guarantee you. That's what she said. As we've told you before. Now, just to taste for just a second. Just to see how it feels. But you got to know what it tastes like. You, know, you don't go into stores and, and get a taste test. Exactly. I mean, there's some wine tastings well, and things like that. Except we're in the mall food court. Free sample bourbon chicken? Hell yeah, I want oh, a free yeah, sample yeah, that's bourbon different. chicken. That's different. Now, that's, that's the you regular the one. Costco I want the sugar-free. any free. of those places, they have like little samples. But it's like, it's like a urine sample. You know, when they, send, when they give you little drinks, they put them in those little cups with like pill cups. Yeah. And then they pour stuff Why in it. Why did you have to put that image in because my Because that's what it reminded me of. I don't want a urine sample. I want a full can or a full bottle of product to taste it. 
How am I going to taste something in a shot glass? If it's liquor, I understand a shot glass. Right. If it's an energy drink, and this is not like any other energy drink you'll ever have, folks. No aftertaste. That's why I don't drink energy drinks. And when, they, when, when our buddy Ed over there at Sky Energy said, taste this. And I said, you know, I'm not a big energy drink guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I tasted it, and it didn't have that bitter aftertaste, and it doesn't taste. Even Luigi's drinking the sugar-free tonight. Right. Read and a here's the best part. B vitamins in here, not mm. loaded with taurine and caffeine, which makes your head explode, especially if you're playing and gives Fortnite you the jitters. for like four days in a row. And then you have a crash afterwards. This is no yes. crash, no jitters. Exactly. I take it at night here. I drink it here, and I don't go. Mm. I have no trouble going nope. to sleep. Someone checking here on Facebook saying, "Hello, guys. Love the costumes. Luigi, where is your costume? I'm actually dressed up as a famous Italian superhero, Captain Disgraziato. Captain Disgraziato is, is, is who I'm dressed as tonight. Now, Danny Dow also checks in saying, "Tony looks like a shake a hand, but I don't remember the movie Pimpin' Baby. Pimpin' ain't easy. Shake a hand. You know what else we're doing tonight, though? What else? Because we we're in the mood for giving things away. Yes." It's not even Christmas yet, even though all the Christmas stuff's It's not up Christmas, store. but tomorrow night, Thursday night, yes. the last one of the season. Tony, I teased it. Why don't you go ahead and give it, bring it home for the folks? Well, what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully used to say on the Dodger broadcasts, tonight is uh, Halloween on this Wednesday night, but you know what uh, Thursday, November 1st is, Luigi? Uh, that would be the final Cantina Laredo dinner? Not just that, but, but there's a significance to this date as well. Is it Dios de los Muertes? It's Dio de las Muertes. That's right, the Day it's of the All Dead. All Souls Day, right. right? Because there's All Souls Day and All Saints Days in the Christian religion. And Dio de la Muertes, Muertos. Day of the Dead. Is they celebrate their loved ones. It's not a, even though people have makeup that look like skeletons. Yes. They're actually celebrating the life of a lost loved one. We were, so it's a day of joy. It's not a day of scary stuff and horror. And Halloween, obviously, is a fun time. And, you know, people dress up in different costumes. But in, uh, in Mexico and Central America, Dio de la Mortes is a, is a big, big holiday. It's a huge holiday. Robin, with the rookie mistake there, walks off, off set with her headphones on. Robin? So oh, I'm sorry. I now didn't let, you a drink. Now Robin's Tony, Jones in while, now. While, while Tony's talking about this real fast, I do want to – so last year, just – I went for the Day of the Dead celebration at Cantina There wasn't a, a tequila dinner going on. I went just for the celebration. Correct. They were all in costume. The music was pumping. Tequila was flowing. It was phenomenal. And this, this time, there's a really good tequila on deck. Yes. It's the Cazadores. Cazadores. Tequila Cazadores. And you know what's great about uh, Cazadores? It's from the Jalisco region, mm-hmm. which is where the best blue agave is grown. Started in 1922. But that area in Jalisco, Mexico, it actually boasts the best agave in the world. You're not going to get that anywhere else, folks. No, I mean, there's agave all over Mexico. But there's some, you know, it's like uh, Pecorino Romano cheese. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, uh, what's the other goat cheese that's big? The other goat cheese that's big? It's one in Italy where it's only in one place and everybody has to have it and it's really expensive. Parmigiano Reggiano. Oh, Parmigiano Reggiano. Reggi- Parmigiano Reggiano is only made in Reggiano. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's so expensive and so special is because the goats that they use produce a unique flavor of milk. And therefore, that's why Parmigiano Reggiano cheese. It comes from lonely it, farmers. Yeah, it comes from, no, the farmers in Reggiano, Italy, where the goat's milk is sweet. So that's why everybody craves that, and that's why it's so much more expensive than regular Parmesan cheese or Parmesan. Right. So you're getting something very special that's very indigenous to one part of, the, of, of Mexico. Exactly. Which so is you're going to have, and here's how it works. We always go to these Cantina Laredo uh, big tequila dinners. Every time they do it, there's a different tequila that's on display. Mm-hmm. And they put out a, 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 
uh, sampling, a tasting of four different types of casino of, of casinos. casinos. I got the sports betting on my mind. We'll, we'll, be right, we'll be right by Valley Forge that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. at tequila. And then you get a four-course dinner. Mm-hmm. And between each course, from soup to nuts, right. you get a specially mixed drink of the night that pairs with the uh, entree that you're having. And they're always... The, the, the drinks Phenomenal. aren't just some like, run-of-the-mill things that they're throwing behind, back behind the bar. Yeah, they're they're goes weeks in the planning. They're weeks in the planning. Now, we, we're, we're giving away dinner for two tomorrow yep. to join us. You have However, to be able to go tomorrow night. Right, so you have to be able to go tomorrow. Tonight. But they do still... They're, they're, I, I want to say that there's a couple of plates left. There if are you wanted few to, sit- there if are you wanted to guarantee that you can come, there are a few seatings left. Um, but Let me tell you how great they're this They're going deal fast. Is. Tell them how great this deal is. If you went out and tried to have this dinner a la carte, All right. it would cost you... What? I can break it down for you. Here's why. dollars at because least per person. I'm a man who enjoys tequila. I yes. fell in love with tequila. It's my favorite spirit, right? And I drink the higher-end stuff. Of course. If you were going to go to have to sample some of these añejos and double añejos that you'll be having at, at, these, at, these, uh, at these dinners, the, just the samplings alone are going to cost you north of $80. Exactly. For, for like, we're talking like half-ounce to one-ounce yeah. pours. Just for, the, for snifters. Just, right. for the, for, just for the samplings. You add that $80 alone, plus the drinks that go along with it, you're talking at least $150 before you even order one thing to per eat. Per person? If, for per person. Yes. Per person. If you're talking about just, just the drinks alone. Then you add the, the three courses on top of that. You're looking 210 to 230 easy per person. That's a $460 bill if you're gonna do this. if you're going to do this a la carte out of Cantina Laredo. But... Because they do this every year, and they, and they, uh, every, every couple of months, and they partner with a great tequila company yep. every time, it's a way to go out and taste the product and then walk away with an unbelievable value for dinner. We're not going to give it away for $460. We're not. We're not going to do it for $360. Not even $300. We're not going to do it for $250. In fact, you know what? We're not even going to do it for $100. Tony, why don't you tell them what this thing out the door is going to cost them? Well, not tonight. You're going to get it. No, for you're going to get it. If you're lucky enough to win. But if you sixty dollars per person out the door, out the sixty dollars. So it's hundred and twenty dollars. Not for one person. Dinner for two. two. A great meal, great drinks, and there's even a, a deal with Lyft. They're not. A, I'm sorry, Eric. They're not doing Uber. They're doing right. Lyft. If you sign up for for Lyft, they'll give you a free ride if home. If you sign home. up and you're not a member, you can get a free ride home. So if you're worried about going out there, actually up and back. You get, you get a full... I think it's for $5. Not Is it $5? It's a $5 yeah. ride. I can, get you, a great I can get you a $5 ride down in Kensington easily. That's well, no problem. $2. You get a lot of stuff for $5. Two if it's raining. The, thing, the, the best part about it is, is that it's not just like a sit-down, like half an hour out the door. This is an experience. So for about two hours, you're there. You're getting a backstory of the tequila. If it's something that you want to get into, for people that enjoy like, you know, wine tastings and scotch and whiskey and stuff like that, you get a real understanding of what you're, you're consuming that night. And, again, the food comes out slow. The conversation's great. And, again, you get to hang out with Tony. probably won't be wearing this outfit. I will not be wearing this, though. But you get to hang out with, you get to hang out with us, at least. And, and, and that's Ms. always Robin a good time. Robin and I will be there. Luigi will be I'm there. I'm hanging. I'm hanging. You never know who's going to stop by, My, and it's I, always a fun time. And I'm off the next day, oh, which means we're getting uh-huh. loose, brother. We're going to we're get, get loose. And because I heard at, King of Prussia, at the King of Prussia Mall, where the Cantina Laredo is located, is that they've already put up 
the Christmas tree and decorations. The turkey hasn't even been thawed yet, to- Tony. Oh, it hasn't even been slaughtered exactly. yet. Exactly. <laughs> and they're putting out decor- they're putting out Christmas vacations. It's so Christmas- wrong. It's, well, it's, it's all the stores. They had them up September. The Christmas trees were up in Lowe's and Home Depot. Like a couple weeks ago already. Like in the beginning of October. Oh, we're not even, so forget wrong. about it. It used to be we got mad at when it was up at Halloween, right after Halloween. That used to be always after Thanksgiving. But, you know, the Christmas holiday shopping season doesn't start the day after uh, Thanksgiving anymore. People see stuff. They have sales. They, it's about retail. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's about but, retail. But it's, it's bullshit, man. You no, look- it's not. If you want to get something, you see something in July or August that you know somebody in your family wants. Why wouldn't you buy it then and put it away, The right? fact that Black Friday exists is an outrage. It's an outrage, man. It really is. It's, the, the, the Thanksgiving, you're supposed to be spending time with your family. And I'd rush out the goddamn door to go buy a, a, an iPod for 12 bucks. I'm sorry. It's well, just, no. It's, it's, I that's mean, that's the way I feel. It's just, it's just the way that. I feel. No, not very few people do that. Let's that's get re- back to the dinner now. Yeah. So anyway, so at Cantina Laredo, K-O-P, is how you can find them on Twitter. Right. And CantinaLaredo.com. You can find them on, on the web. And Cantina Laredo KOP, you can find them on Facebook. You can get your tickets there. You call them up tomorrow night, 7 p.m. sharp, 60 bucks, like Tony said, soup to nuts, three-course dinner paired with all the drinks, and you get to taste the higher end. Again, they're going to have an añejo. Yes. And they're rare, buddy. And they're you expensive. can sit at our table. Maybe. 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 <laughs> nice. Maybe. If you're really, really nice. You can sit with us. Exactly. But the winners will. The yes. winners will sit at our they table. They can sit with us or... They, they're, and, they're, and we've done this a lot. How many great listeners have we taken to it? Dozens. Cantina Laredo? Dozens over the past couple of years. And every single one we've taken, they say, wow, this, you guys aren't lying. This is amazing. Right now, the only thing is, is that if you've won before, you are not eligible to win again. Why not? Because what is it, this, a radio station where they have the 30... If you haven't won in a year... Over, yeah, if it's been over a year, then well, fine. Well, we haven't given one of these away in a long time. It's an outrage. How are we going to determine who wins tonight? That's a good question. Uh, lucky caller number six. No, I have no idea. I'll figure that out. If I'll the phones it. are working, we'll do. They are we'll working. Do, we'll, six do, one, we'll do a lucky caller. 619-924-9874. Now, we do have people. Oh, 9874. 9874. We do have people checking in on Periscope, on Facebook. Um, I don't know who J3 underscore three is, but he says, yo, I'm going to win the tequila dinner, man. Yo, I guarantee you don't. Yo. Um, <laughs> How about that, man? <laughs> I can't stop looking at Tony's hat in the side. Oh, he also... He <laughs> all, look, I just noticed with- it on the Facebook Live it's feed. It's fantastic. And if you want to know how to get it, if you're just listening, you just go to TonyBrunoShow.com, and we're streaming, of course, on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, on uh, Stitch. Correct. Now, if you're catching this as a replay, just make sure that you're available on any Wednesday between 7 and 9 p.m. Eastern. That's when and we you do it live. Find, and, and then you can join us live. So if Correct. this is the replay version, it still sounds great, but we're not as interactive. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, the same person, uh, J33, said he, he was at a convery, he heard that a furry convention's in hotels. He knows that hotels have changed litter boxes. Really? They have big litter boxes. I read hey, at that least too. they're not pooping in the streets like they do in San That's Francisco. Scary. It's like sex on the beach for these guys. You know what I'm saying? Don't get in the sand. Litter boxes, is that for before, during, or after? I don't know. And you have a shout-out from somebody named Eddie Stewart. He says, Tony, it's been a long time since we hung out in Tahoe those years. Good to hear you again. It sounds beautiful, man. Beautiful. And my friend Rhett Butler says hello. Love Rhett Butler. Wasn't he in Bomb of the Wind? <laughs> no, we know you know Rhett Butler. We've met him. I I always have to use that joke when you when you see a guy named Rhett Butler, right? No. You know who Rhett Butler was? No. 
Oh, my God. Are you God. serious? I don't know who Rhett Butler was. Set me up for it. Go on. Don't keep... Uh. watcher and not have seen Who the hell Gone to the Wind. You, like the 17th character actor in any mob movie not but any, doesn't know but who Rhett Butler is. Who's Rhett Butler? He was in Gone with the Wind. It was Clark Gable's I never character. saw Gone with the Wind. That's you didn't have to see it to know who Rhett Butler is. Well, I would have to, yes, because I would no, have you no don't. idea who he is. God damn it, Tony. You don't Luigi, you might as well just get your things right now, <laughs> pack it up in one of those boxes that they have, the, what they call the banker's box, put the little lamp, put your books, oh, and man. get the hell Luigi, out of here. Exactly. That's ridiculous, though. I, I didn't know who he was. I'm sorry. I'm Gone with the Wind and Casablanca are on my list of things to do this upcoming They're month. They're really hard to find. I mean, you're never really going to find them. <laughs> well, when you, if you put in Casablanca, you know how much porn comes up these days, man? Oh, that's different. It's a house of white women. That's exactly what comes up. Speaking of white women, where yeah. are they at? Where are I they? Might know. be on the phones. Phone let's go to the like, phones. Let's go to the damn phones, Tony. I didn't know anybody was screening the phones. Nobody is screening the phones, so I'm just gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go Ray we're Charles at the airport. We're so flying blind. Jack, Jack in the, in back, the back is out trick or treating. He's out right? trick or treating. So he's our man on the street tonight. That if we wanted to have a live trick or treating update, we would go to him because he's he's trying and he's trying to do it while walking. So how hard is it to hold a phone? Have and you walk? seen Jack? It's, this is an impossible task, man. He's, huh? not, he's got his kids. The kids are going door to door Dead. and knocking on doors. But he's like 19 natty lights in by now. So That's I think right. here's what we're going to do for the giveaway. We yes. are not going to um, do a caller number three. Because that's just, to, like, we'll be jammed with phone calls all at once. And you well, have to gonna, be able to go, by everybody the Everybody that calls in will, and you have to be able to go tomorrow night. Everybody that calls in, we're going to put your name in the hopper. And then we will announce after, I'll draw Oh, we names. did that before. Yeah, we we'll just before. draw names yep. afterwards. So make sure you call in 619-924-9874. At any point during the show, we'll put your name in the hopper. Um... If you can't call in for whatever reason, just make sure you let us know on Facebook, Live, or Periscope, and I'll put your name in the hopper as well. Love the hopper. It hasn't made, made a, uh, an appearance lately. Let's go to the damn phones. Let's go to the damn phones. Again, we have no call screen, so we're flying blind here. That's all right. This is a podcast. That's all right. 484 You're on the line. Hello. What up, Halloween? What up, Jose? What up, Bruno's? What up, Luigi's? What up, Miss Robbins? And Halloween costume, yo. Yo. Miss Robinson saying. Oh, yeah, what up, yo? <laughs> Are you trick or treating tonight, or are you having the tricks brought to your establishment? Everything's take Grubhub, I think, delivers tricks now. They do. If you can't go out on Halloween looking for tricks or treats. Uh, I'm more like eating the candy type of tricks, yo. Exactly right. Gotta give me that Kit Kat Reese's action, yo. Kim, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Why Kit would anybody Kat, break yo. off a piece when it's so damn small? I don't know. I'm not breaking off any of my Kit Kat, give especially my little fun size. Give me one of those. They things. shouldn't call it fun size. They should call it bite size because it's one bite. Call no, it because depressing. bite size sounds chintzy. Exactly. Fun size sounds like, oh. They, it must be fun. You did broke me off a half. I one did of break day. you off a half, bro. I mean, listen how good this sounds, Jose. Wait a second, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not good. I got Other stereo that, crunching going on. Uh, number Wait, one. Sir. I'm sorry. You know what we had last night, Anaheim? We had hockey we action. We had hockey action, yo. Wait, did the Flyers not cancel Rolling their season yet? No, yeah, no, not yet. They haven't melted the ice yet. 
Nope. So they beat Anaheim last night. In case you're wondering, out west, who people won? That were sleeping last night. Who won? Flyers. Flyers won three two. Yo. Flyers Brian won Elliott in Anaheim. Was and net. They got to go to Disney today to celebrate, and Dave Hacksaw said, "Hey, <laughs> you got to sell. You got to take everywhere you can and celebrate it." They find a goalie there yet or no? Uh, no. no can they bring the Mike minors. Trout back with him uh, so the Phillies don't have to go through this whole free agency thing, worrying about Bryce Harper and Matty Machado and all this other stuff? At least the Eagles are making moves. Yes, they are. I said this hey, last week what on the up, show. Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Not to be confused with Mayor James H.J. Tate, the mayor of Philadelphia back when I was a young child. Most people aren't old enough to remember. Not to be confused with Sharon Tate. No. Not or to be confused in the Georgia with Bulldogs High Lit. Running back tradition days. Not to be confused with High Lit, the legendary former disc jockey in Philadelphia, who was the potentate of the Keystone, mm-hmm. Garden, and Diamond states. Damn. That's good potentate yep. knowledge right there. How about Larry Tate? Mm-hmm. Every time I hear Golden Tate, every What's time that? I hear Golden Tate, I, I think of something nasty sexual. I don't know what it is. Because you keep thinking the word taint. No, it's Tate. I know. I know, but that's what she keeps thinking. Golden you, showers, tank. No, 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 come on. It's just, that's what comes to my mind every time I hear the name. Have you ever seen a golden taint? People get it bleached now. It's, no. it's not really going to be golden. <laughs> but interestingly uh, no, enough, I did not. they asked Golden Tate today at his Eagles introductory press conference, you know, where the name Golden came from. Yeah. And he said, I don't know, I'm the third Golden. golden. So somebody was drunk in my family. So his, his father was, his, his grandfather was named Golden Tate. His father was named Golden Tate II, and he's Golden Tate III. How about that knowledge right oh, there? You're boy. not getting that anywhere else. Man, we don't get any Golden Tate history in this show. I like the sign. I know people say, they have so many other needs. What are they? Do you realize that Golden, like Tate, Golden Tate is one of the best yards per catch receivers in the NFL? Yeah, but he has, he's been, yep. his numbers are down this year, though. No, he still leads. I have the numbers right here. Golden Tate this year, Luigi, mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. is the leading receiver. With, he's he's uh, of the 20 wide receivers with 40 or more receptions. Mm-hmm. He is number one in yak, yards after, after catch. the catch. Which is why the Eagles went and got him. 6.6 yards after the catch. That's Golden Tate. Which is why Tyreek Hill, who everybody has in their fantasy team because he's great, right? And the Chiefs are unbelievable. You know how many yards after the catch he averages? 6.3. Time Four. out, Tony. You want to talk about, you want to talk about Tyreek Hill and Golden Tate in the same sentence? I'm giving you stats. Here's, I'm giving you stats. Here's what I got with your stats. Ready? Tyreek Hill outscores Golden Tate. It's not about touchdowns. Yeah. I'm giving you yards after catch. I'm just saying Tyreek Hill's a hell of a lot more important. I'm not talking about whether who's a better player. It's Tyreek you, Hill. It's all you, it's all you fantasy geeks use the stats. Well, but you just had a stat to me like it's important. That is this yeah, is an important stat. Okay. It's he's number one in the NFL yards after catch. That's a fact. That's not an opinion. I understand that. All right, Tyreek Hill. Hey, you know how many catches? How many touchdowns? How many, you know how many touchdowns? How many catches uh, Golden Tate has this year with not even the number one receiver on the Detroit Lions? Go ahead. 44. Okay. You know how many catches Tyreek Hill has Go ahead. with the Kansas City Chiefs? 44. That's how you base yards after the catch on the exact that. same numbers of catches, and it's 6.3. Now, Tyreek Hill may have an 80-yard touchdown pass. He also has 705 yards and seven Again, touchdowns. The, so you want to use different stats to downgrade other stats. I'm not. I'm using de- 
I'm not downgrading him at all. I love Odell the go- Beckham Jr. 4.1 yards per catch. Well, that's just Eli can't throw a pass 4.1 well, yards. That's true. <laughs> Antonio Brown, 47 catches, 5.9 yards average after the catch. Yeah, that's kind of weird because his numbers are down a little bit this year. He's usually one. But of the- this isn't about Stephon Diggs, who's a great receiver, right? Yeah. Eh. He's he's good. He's a great receiver. He's not great. He's great. Yeah, Adam Thielen's great. Stephon Diggs is all right. Stephon Diggs is great. He catches everything, man. He can't even get mail out of his mailbox. It sticks to his hand. <laughs> I love the move. And, by the way, Golden Tate's got eight games left this year. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And if he doesn't resign, the Eagles will get a compensatory pick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a big risk. And, and people were, just a couple of weeks ago, people were complaining about the Eagles' offense. Oh, okay, Carson Wentz, he doesn't have any receivers. He's not a run-down-the-field, breakaway speed guy. They signed a guy... And he got hurt. He really didn't play, and now he's on the IR. Well, the reason why I think that they went out and signed a guy like Golden Tate is because of the yak thing, and this is why. is because the Eagles are hurting right, really bad right now at running back. Jay Ajayi goes down, right? Yeah. They've, they've realized that Corey Clement and Smallwood are not able to carry the load by themselves. Rather than going out and Howie, Howie Roseman decides, rather than going out and overpaying for a David Johnson or Jordan Howard or Le'Veon Bell, who coincidentally is still not showing up to Pittsburgh. He's going to show up. He's going he's gonna to take the – I heard today he's going to show up and he's going to take the, uh, the franchise tag for next year. The next best thing that Howie could have done was go out and get himself another wide receiver that he can line up anywhere he wants on the field. Exactly. But mostly in the slot. It, mostly in the slot, but he also has the speed to play outside. And the best, and you can even put him in the backfield because you can put him in the Wildcat sometimes. But no, you now, we don't want to see him in the Wildcat. But now you use, but well, they did it in Detroit sometimes. But now you use the passing game as the running game. You add another little wrinkle in it, and you start moving the, like the Patriots did when, when they had all the smaller wide receivers with like Amendola and, um, and Welker and now Julian Edelman. So that's what they did. They gave Carson Wentz another weapon to use in, as basically a de facto running back by throwing the ball two to three and yards it, and, and letting Golden Tate work. It's not a de facto running back. It's the fact that. All the other teams now know they put their number one corner on Alshon Jeffrey. He's the big play threat down the field, right? He's right. their big play threat. So now everybody's focusing on Alshon. I mean, you, know, you see Zach Ertz gets open in the middle of the field. Now you're seeing Dallas Goddard able to get open and get some plays. And, you know, and, and even though Aguilar is not getting a lot of numbers this year, he's still reliable. And now you've got Jordan Matthews. So you've got a mix they're not all all-stars, and I know the fantasy guys all love the, you know, the Antonio Browns, and they sit at home and masturbate watching the game, waiting for Antonio Brown to score an 80-yard touchdown. That's not what the game's about. It's about having the players around that are going to win. And the biggest thing out of last weekend's game in, in Jacksonville is the fact that the Eagles' offensive line was decimated. Both of their tackles were out, and guess what happened in the second half of that game? The offensive line sucked it up and played a great game. The offensive line was really underappreciated in that second half. The blocking that they did for the running game up the middle and the protection they gave Carson Wentz to hit his receivers because they went up against the Jacksonville Jaguar defensive front, which is pretty damn good. And they protected Carson pretty well when you consider the pressure they were putting on him in the first half. They made adjustments, and the offensive line protected Carson better in the second half, and that's why they put away the Jaguars. So anyway, that's the latest on that. But the one thing about the end, I said this last week, the NFL versus, oh, I'm sorry, Jose's still there. Yeah, he's still here. I'm sorry, Jose. I'll yes, go back am. to the NFL. I'm sorry. Now, the hockey action. Will the Flyers make the playoffs this year, Jose? Early, early talking on Halloween night, uh, I'm going to have to go 50-50. 50-50? 50-50 shot. 
This is a drawing. I got a 50-50 shot to make the playoffs. I got a better chance of hitting the 50-50 lottery at a Flyers game when I when it's up to like 60 grand. What I want to know is what the people yep. want to know is is, is is did Jose get dressed for Halloween? Is he is he out there trick or treating? He handing out? No, candy? he said he's taking his tricks at home and his treats at home. Jose, oh. you don't get dressed for Halloween at all. You never went out as anything. Maybe he's like another caller. I wore a, I wore a hoodie and I wore I wore a hoodie for Halloween. I put my hood over my head. It's good. Look, it works. It works every night in the yep. city in some it neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Someone, someone, someone keeps people off the streets. Yes. <laughs> If I had if I had my way, I'd be wearing the uh, Bernie Perrant mask around the mock residence. By the way, did you see with the because we had the TV on on ESPN earlier when we came in here to moonshine in South Philly? Uh, Tony yeah. Kornheiser was wearing a gritty outfit with the full hair and the beard and the and yeah, the that was great. eyes. And you see, oh, with really? the, you was, see, he was with, gritty for Halloween. There's some parts that say where people look like that normal. I know it's crazy. Well, especially in, like in, in Kensington, mm-hmm. up Tacone in the northeast. Area. Yeah. A lot of those redheads up there. I love those redheads. A lot redheads. of those Irish. But I'm talking about uh, the guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Gritty's a guy, isn't he? Cool. I don't know what the hell he is. Is Gritty a guy or a girl? Is he androgynous? He's a mucker and a grinder. We know that much for sure. Now, has anybody determined the sex? Or is he, like, neutral? Asexual? I don't know, Bruno's. I might have to, might have to talk to the department at the first union. You've got to be careful Where's nowadays. Those? You don't want to label anybody the wrong gender when there's now 50 genders. So I want to make sure I know what gender he is. Maybe he's asexual. Or he's androgynous. I know a lot of women who are asexual. That's why I don't really bother with them. They're just friends. Maybe he's a Miss Robin fan. Exactly. They're friends without benefits. How's that, <laughs> my asexual friends? We know asexual people, so. don't you, Robin? Unfortunately. Other than that, um, <laughs> let's see here, folks. Um, next week is Dallas week. Is it, we, have we started that yet? Now that Wing Ball has been canceled, and it's a final at Wing Ball, after 26 years, Jose, Wing Ball, it, your thoughts. It's it, it gone. You know it what gone. they're going to do? I tweeted it out after I found out the news the other morning. There will be a million stripper mm-hmm. march onto a WIP's headquarters here in Philadelphia. And for those people who don't know, you know who started Wing Bowl 26 years ago this coming fall? Uh, you. You did. Well, no, it was you, you and. You yeah, but I was the one who spawned it. Yes, right. You're the reason for this shit show that's been going on every no, year? No, not to the point where it exploded. I'm not taking all the credit for it. Well, it but we horrible. used to do a show in the lobby of the Wyndham Franklin Plaza Hotel. What's the name of it now? Eric Cohen's here. He knows all the hotels. Yeah, it was the Wyndham Franklin Plaza. It became the Sheridan on the Parkway. I don't know what it is. It's not a Sheridan. It's, but it's the hotel that used to be the Wyndham Franklin Plaza. We used to do our morning show in there from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. in the lobby. And we sit around, much like we do here. People would come in and eat and drink. Not alcohol, but somebody brought in a dozen donuts, glazed donuts. And I said, I can eat that whole dozen. That's how it started. Because, you know, you do stupid stuff on the radio. And they're Al and Angela were like, yeah, there's no way you can eat. And I ate a dozen glazed Dunkin' Donuts donuts in one sitting. And people were like, wow, I can't believe you did that. And then people started calling in and said, big deal, I can do this and I can do that, you know, the machismo thing. And then a guy called and said, my dad won the hot dog eating contest at Nathan's years ago. He's older now, but he ate 50 hot dogs Back in the day when that was a big deal. Now these guys are eating like 100 hot dogs at the Nathan's thing on the 4th of July. 
Yeah, especially so, because you think, you know, it's bad what you think was in hot dogs now. Imagine back then, 50 oh, years ago. Exactly. I mean, we on. didn't care what was in it back then. Yeah, exactly. Now, all of a sudden, we want to make sure there's no sulfites in it or any of this other stuff. Sulfites is what gives it that snap. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought that's what it's in wine and stuff, sulfites. No. <laughs> but anyway, so, the, so Angelo and, and Al and I are like, eh, come in here. We'll get hot dogs and we'll eat in the lobby. So the guy comes in, and he's an older gentleman, and his son's saying, he can't have the rolls, though, because he's got a heart condition. I'm not making this up. I, I wish they would play the tape of it. I, I don't think they want to give me any credit or have any association with me, and I don't have any problems with Al or Angelo. But it's almost like they erased me from the history. Yes, Al, Al does. Which I mean, is an outrage. It takes full on. And like, I've heard Rob Tourneau, done an, he did an interview. He didn't even know that you were part of it in the beginning. He's like, oh, they don't mention you at all. It's all right. I, I, I mean, it's, not, it's not an ego thing. It's just I was there, and that's how it started. The rest is history. Uh -oh. And there. Was that uh, was that the Jose or Blog Talk? Blog well, Talk that's if Blog Talk goes out, Jose goes out. <laughs> yep. That's the uh, Maryland's coach. That's Maryland's coach, J. D. Souther, or whatever his name is. T. G. D. J. What's his name? <sighs> the best I can do right now, Robin, is try to fire it back up. No further information. Though. So, so Maryland fires their coach, who they just reinstated two days ago, after they finally realized that the guy they fired was there when one of the players died and the strength and conditioning coach resigned, and he was put on administrative leave, and then the school has been sued by the family of the kid who died while they were training in the heat of the summer, and then they finally figured out, well, you know, time, enough time has passed. Let's bring back DJ Durkin, not affiliated with DJ uh, Jazzy Jeff, or who's the other DJs that you know? DJ Pauly D. DJ Pauly D. How can we forget the this great DJ Ronnie Cycli? Exactly. Come former uh, NBA great and, of course, former Syracuse Nat. Syracuse uh, Orangeman. Everybody's a Syracuse Did you say DJ Nat. from Full House? DJ Tanner? DJ Tanner? Yeah. Anyway, he's the coach. So they bring him back, and then guess what happens? DJ people Rob don't Mason. forget a couple of months ago. And they realize people are marching on the campus. Today, Maryland fired him again. What a joke college athletics is. Uh, That's me, why I pay no attention to college let me, sports. Let me, see if, let me see if I can pull somebody up on the phone. Just Let's to, go I, back to the phone. Oh, well, let me just try this. I, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to pick back up. Damn phones. Yeah. Hello, hello? No, we don't hear anything. Hello? Nope, we got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to effort it another way. By the way, to this one guy out in L.A. who's uh, trolling me on Twitter because I had the audacity to rip Don Lemon of CNN for being a racist, for things that he said that is not apologized for. And I don't call people out. You know, there, people have called me names, and I Don deal with Lemon. it. People have accused me of being a racist, and I dealt with it. And I was punished for it, by the way, on a tweet that was only up for 10 seconds. So I paid the price of, of Twitter stupidity. But Don Lemon goes on CNN every night and makes some of the most ridiculous statements. And I didn't even see it live. I just saw it on Twitter today. And he's getting skewered. So I pointed out that the fact that Don Lemon can do that and get away with it and never have anybody demanding his job, and I don't have demanding his job. I don't care if they fire him, and I'm not calling for anybody's firing. CNN won't fire him, though. No. They won't. And so that's the point that I have a problem with as a journalist, because my background is in journalism. It's not in being a wacky sports talk show host. I started out as a legit reporter. I won an award, the Philadelphia Press Association Award, for covering a major nursing home fiery fire in 1973. I've got the plaque from the Philadelphia Press. So I didn't get into sports. I got into news. And I, my background is political journalism. science and journalism. So I take it seriously. 
And what bothers me about the current climate, and I don't care if you're right wing or left wing, this isn't about taking a side in politics. This is about seeing journalism devolve into hackery. And I don't care if it's Fox News or CNN or MSNBC, but when I watch people who are pretending to be journalists, reporters, not reporting, because there's a difference, and that's what I, people don't understand that, because they're so enraged, and whether they're a left-winger or a right-winger, they have to be sheep on both sides of the extreme parts of these Democrats and Republicans, that they, they, they sit on Twitter and wonder whether you're saying something, and if they think that you're a Trump supporter or saying something that they don't believe in, they immediately go crazy on you. And that, that's just living proof that people don't believe in free speech or the First Amendment anymore. You can't possibly give an opinion that is educated and informed, especially coming from, because my attacks are always on journalism. When I see really good reporters who are no longer really good reporters, like Andrea Mitchell, who I worked with when she was the city hall reporter in Philadelphia at Channel 3 at KYW. She was a great reporter. Now she's at NBC all these years later, and she's turned into a political hacktivist. Now, listen, I don't care if she has opinions, but she's not an opinion columnist. There are people who report the news, and then there are columnists who give opinions on the news. Well, and people, people don't know the difference anymore. Right. That's my point. If you're a journalist, your job is to report the news. If you're a, if you're a columnist, it's the same thing in newspapers. Columnists don't give you the game story. They report on what they believe, comments from the coaches, and then they put a story together, and their spin on what they believe happened. But now, people think that if you give an opinion on Twitter, which is what Twitter is about, that you can't have a different viewpoint or else you're some crazy person. And the majority of people who are the ones on here giving me a hard time have no idea about journalism, about sports knowledge, about integrity, or about anything political. They're hacks. You're all hacks, okay? But you can go on and do what you want. You can go on and say what you want. But I'm not going to stop when I see journalists, regardless of where they work, regardless of what network or newspaper they work, and I see something that is an affront to the career that I chose as a young man to, to go into, I will call it out. And if you don't like it, tough shit. I don't answer to you. I, I, I give my opinions. That's what Twitter's about. The difference between me and all these other people who call me out when I dare criticize someone who's an affront to journalism, to then say that I have no journalism back. I got this one schmuck out in California who's, by the way, you know what his Twitter handle is? To show you what a hack he is, vote all Republicans out. That's his Twitter handle. You look at my Twitter handle and my Twitter thing. I have no, I don't have any political stuff in there. I'm not an MA MAGA guy. I'm not a resist guy. I'm not a blue wave or red wave or whatever crap all these hack politicians are out there scrambling for for next Tuesday. You're looking like a pimp right now. I am a pimp, and I'm proud of it. It's the Huggy Bear Party. But, but this guy says, you sound ridiculous. Still waiting for you, uh, Tony, being a journalist. He looks ridiculous. When you're, when you're a young punk who doesn't know shit about anything, don't come at me with knowledge about what I've done in my life. I can assure you, Mr. Vote All Republicans out, that I have forgotten more about journalism, integrity, or anything political than you'll ever learn. So go stand there with the sheep, Go out there and burn some buildings down or whatever the hell else you think you need to do to prove your point. I don't care about Republicans or Democrats. I'm a registered independent and I'm an independent thinker. And if that's too much for you to handle, 
then uh, go uh, go march somewhere. Go outside and burn some, break some Bank fire. of America buildings or something. Put a mask on on other nights other than Halloween and go out there and show the world what a tough guy you are. I don't play that. I'm sorry. I fixed the phones. All right. <laughs> I was just stalling for that. No, it's okay. No, you did, you did a good job stalling. Thank you. It is kind of weird, though, to watch you in a pimp costume and talk about take, integrity. Because you're talking about <laughs> equality and integrity, but you also mean bitch better have my money. So, so it's a little bit it's a little bit misleading. That's business. If you think it, right. it's, no, that's, that's not business. business. It's business. You gotta get business, Tony. Damn right. It's a little bit it's just a You f- know what it is? Yeah. That's the fact, Jack. I'm just saying, man. Now, should we go back to the phone, or should we uh, do well, an update? Well, the phone lines—the phone lines are off, but I t- we only have five minutes to go before break because we are going to take a break. So let's just whatever we're going to update. Let's keep it under five. Let's keep it under five. And minutes. I want to hear people rip Luigi tonight. For I what? What I do? What the I hell used to I do, do this with some of my favorite co-hosts, all of my favorite hosts, Andrew Siciliano. We de- we designated a day as Rip Andrew Thursday, where people can call in and rip my co-host. For things that he they found that that he they didn't agree with, and it was a joke because I love. Of course, Andrew. yeah, it's it's awesome. It's but we need to start doing a Rip Andrew Wednesday, a Rip uh, Luigi. Luigi Wednesday. Why? But for what though? What's the purpose? For example, it's Halloween. Do you think is... you're too important or too cool to not wear a Halloween? I'm Captain Disgrazia. I told you I wanted to dress up as, and you said it might be a little racist. And it might yeah, the blackface me. thing doesn't work because I wasn't going are black. Fired. I wasn't going blackface. All right. So what I was going to do was I was going to get a white suit. Yeah. Okay. And I was going to put one little brown dot on my shoulder. And I was going to go out as the 1% left of Sammy Sosa. See, now that's racist. That's not racist because that's Sammy racist. Sosa went whiteface. Yeah, white, but he went whiteface. But he didn't do it as a costume for one night. He got his skin lightened. Right. That's what I'm It's just, it's for fun, man. It's a joke. How many people would get the little brown dot on a white suit it's as, it's, as a funny Halloween it's costume? It's clever. You could still explain it to people. If you have to explain the costume, well, I'd have a needle sticking out of my ass, too, at the same time. Well, that's it. If you, had a broken, if, if you had a broken bat with, like, cork flying out of it, maybe people would have a better I've hand. had some pretty good Halloween costumes in the past. This year, we really didn't do anything on Halloween except we were doing a show, so I'm here to help out to do that. And I really didn't We're get not into doing s- anything? We're doing a show, and we're I, in costume. I said we really didn't get into doing anything Halloween-y, is what I'm saying. This is Halloween-y. Well... I meant usually like party wise. Like last year, last year I dressed. I did uh, American Psycho, yes. which is pretty awesome. By the way, Bobby um, Bridesburg says Luigi's too sensitive. He is too sensitive. It is. That's okay. And I'm a sensitive man myself. I'm going. To I some embrace shit. my sensitive female side. Way. I embrace my male side. I'm not too sensitive. I embrace pl- anything that moves. Actually. It's called playing it up. You'd embrace it if it did move. I'm talking about this. Is just it's. I'm playing it up. I don't care if people call in and rip me. Think I give a shit? <laughs> care. Don't they do that on Tuesday nights? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Speaking of Tuesday night, next Tuesday night, November 6th, is, voter re- is voting day. That's so right. get out to the November polls 7th. and make sure you... November 6th. 6th. Make sure you get out next there and Tuesday. vote. But here's the beauty part about vote it. Vote early and vote often. This is Philadelphia if you, after all. If you vote and you come down to Moonshine November 6th with your I Voted sticker, yeah. you get a $5 burger and a beer. No! Yes! Dude! Yes. I... I I went and announced it yesterday. I went above Rich's head. I called him today and told him I did that, and he said it's fine. So, so if you go day, to the polls, you come back down here afterwards to Moonshine any time of day. On 2nd and Moya Mensing here. 2nd, actually, it's Moya Mensing between Mifflin and Moore. The exact address is 1825 East Moya Mensing Correct. Avenue. You come down here, five bucks, burger and a beer out the door. You can't get that. 
All you Connie Mack Stadium. You vote if that were still around. And you eat. Now we do have. Should we take one quick phone now call? Now what happens if you have like political hacks standing outside with bullhorns, telling you who to vote for? You should automatically relinqu relinquish your vote and your beer and and. and hey, shut the fuck up and go out. That's exactly, exactly what you'll do. Because I'll be here to govern that. You bring that nonsense here between seven and nine. I'm going to be campaigning this go weekend. Let's go. Let's go to the phones just real quick before we go on our five-minute podcast. So we can break. test it as well. It's a good thing. Right, let's go to the phones. I was going to say that I was going to be outside uh, motivating the vote by uh, giving people uh, money to vote for me. Well, you can motivate Write our next in. car. 317-900. You're on the line. No, don't vote for me. Oh, I wouldn't want to be a politician. The great Betsy Deming just <laughs> logged well, on. Who's on the line? I would vote for Tony. Tony for president. Come on. No, I would Gotta, not run for president. Way? I wouldn't run for any. You know why I could never be in politics? Because I could never be suit in, choices. I could never be you, indebted to anyone who ha, who you know all these groups that pay you money and then you have to be on their side and I would never ever be indebted to. That's anybody. why you need a grease man. No, no, no I don't no. want yes. that. Tony, <laughs> Tony couldn't do it. He has way too many sexual scandals in I his would, closet. Exactly. You come in here with a bag. Actually, my oh, sexual scandals would help well, me get elected. Elected, job in, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would run under the name Permit Schmerman. Uh, Forget it. You, whatever you need to get passed, I just get, bring some money. I'm sorry. Oh, go I apologize. Ahead. I guess I introduce my, uh, introduce myself here. I, I got too into the uh, political banter here, Tony. Uh, my name's my name's Caleb from Indiana. I actually used to call into your uh, into Caleb. the night show. Remember Caleb? Oh, yes. Era yes, absolutely. You call. You used to call as a young punk. I never called him a punk, though. <laughs> he was like a 14 year old. Didn't you start calling when you were like 14? Yes. Uh, actually, uh, 12. 12. It was 12 until I was 14 and obviously was a fan throughout the whole show's uh, period. That was the age of consent on Sports Talk Radio, though. You know, most radio shows will not put anybody on <laughs> under, like, the age of 18, right? I know. He, well, he was so funny because he, Caleb would call and says, am I allowed to call? Are you, will you put me on the air? Yeah, now that and are you sure you want to call? Are you sure you want to be on the line my, right now? Caleb, my favorite one was, though, was when you were at a sleepover at some, and you were, like, under your, in your sleeping bag with a light on, under your covers, and you were whispering because you didn't want to get in trouble because you were at a sleepover and you're calling into the show. <laughs> I had to get I had to uh, disperse my hot sports takes, Miss Robbins. Come on. You have a you hot know, sports where, take tonight. What's the better tonight? place to disperse it at than the Tony Bruno show? Now you're over 21 now, right? You you're you're legal, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm legal all over the world, Tony. I'm 22 now. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah, it's, it it is really beautiful here. Uh I actually have, I guess, a hot take about how Matt Kemp may replace uh, Dave Roberts as the Dodgers manager next year. But uh, I actually have a question about sports talk uh, media in general and stuff. And I know you're about to go to your break, and I'd really appreciate if all three of you could talk to me about it during but the But we don't uh, have a hard break. break. That's okay. the thing about this show. We don't get cut off if we don't hit our break time. Like your network radio, if you don't get out at a certain time on a hard break, <laughs> you get cut off whether you want to or not. Giving you the wrap-up signal. No, no, you stuff. ain't wrapping nothing up, bro. Here's the here's one. Here's one Caleb's not going to hear. Ready? Hey, Caleb, great call, man. Thanks. We're up against it, all right? Buddy? We're up against <laughs> it. We're, we're not up against anything here. You're going to be up against the wall if you keep this up, oh, Luigi. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, what's your hot sports but, take, uh, now? My hot sports take is how in the heck can Dave Roberts, for two consecutive years, use Kenley Jansen in the eighth, when there's a run, one-run lead, him pretty much blow it every opportunity except for once and still keep his job this offseason. I just don't understand or don't see how that's even possible. I understand you lost to a, 17, a team that was 17 wins better than you. That was the best Red Sox team since Ted Williams and Bobby Doerr donned to Jersey. But this is also the team that you're spending $55 million to pay Alex Guerrero to waddle away in the minors. 
you have to be efficient with the money that you're spending. And if there's going to be, if there's going to keep spending money to be nationally pennant winners, that's not good enough if you're a Dodger fan at all. Well, I know Dodger fans are upset, and I understand why. I mean, but then Kershaw comes in, and you know, in a game that the Dodgers were done once they lost Game Four and go down three to one, it was over. They were not going to come back and win. Yeah, but Caleb's talking about the fact that the, the money that's being invested in these players is just, they're just poor yeah, investments, but K, you man. Know, we talked about D- David Price yeah, it's prior to this, this World Series, prior to this postseason, being a guy who never came up big. So he had immense pressure on him in Boston, which is a lot tougher sports town than Los Angeles when it comes to fans calling people out when they mess up or when they think they're not doing a good job. Oh, but sure. you saw what happened when they lost. Dave Roberts is no good, and guess who else is no good now all of a sudden? Who? Clayton Kershaw. Oh, yeah. Right? They're killing Clayton Kershaw. Oh. Not a big game pitcher. Let him go. They were calling him Chokeshaw. And so that's what happens when you, when you get close and you think you should win and you have that window of opportunity. The Phillies did that in the 70s. They had good team after good team, and they ran up against the Cincinnati Reds, the big red machine. You know, that happens in the NBA when Patrick Ewing and the Knicks and John Stockton and, and Carl Malone in Utah had Michael Jordan in the way of them winning championships. It doesn't mean they're not good enough to win because they win repeated, they repeat as division champions and National League champions and pennants. It means they run into a better team. But, no, and, and that does make sense, and that's true. That, that really is accurate. And Boston had to beat two, three teams that won 100 games. No, listen, Caleb even said it before. Like, you know, they ran into a, arguably the, the, one of the, well, the best teams in freaking baseball history, okay, and a buzzsaw in Boston. <laughs> But the yeah, thing, best teams instead Williams. Exactly. So the like, thing is... It, this it, was a once-in-a-lifetime team, Tony. Right. Yeah, and but, of course Luigi and Robin. Like, I don't disagree with any of you at all. But what he, but what he also said was the Dodgers being an organization who's, playing, who's paying Alex Guerrero a ton of money to sit in the minors, the, the, the money that they're spending, and it's a lot of money they're spending out there in L.A. on these players. But they have to. They're, they're the Dodgers. Un- they're LA. It's I like the Yankees. I understand, but you know, at some point fans do get upset. And they're saying, hey, you're frivolously spending all this money and you're putting it into bad investments. And they're just don't like some, something has to change. And more often than not, it's the manager that has to change. No doubt about it. I'm not saying his job is safer. I don't know what they're going to do there. I'm just saying that fans, and it happens in every city, but having lived in Los Angeles for 11 years, I know this. The fans there are not nearly as hard on players. I mean, the Shaq Kobe thing when I was through that era, you know, people took sides with Shaq's team, no, it's Kobe's team. That's normal, but they were still a great team. Even though those guys didn't like each other, they still had needed each other to win championships. So they put all that stuff aside when the playoffs came around. The difference with the Dodgers versus the, the Red Sox is, you know, we talk about statistically they're the greatest Red Sox team in history with 116 wins. But you look at them man for man, talent-wise, who are these guys? They're not, they don't have the big poppy. They have a couple of named guys. The oh, only guy left the from their play. previous mm-hmm. World Series was uh, The thing is Bogarts. they have a lot of youth on their side that could develop like, obviously, Mookie Betts Mookie and Betts, right. for two Yeah, no, names. Mookie Betts is phenomenal, but you look at these guys. They're first basemen. They're outfielders. Benedetti. I mean, they're not, it's not a right. murder. They're, not, they're, they're name. not the household names you remember Exactly. That's my past. point. I, when you're a big market oh, team and you're a famous Tony, team, a lot of that you could run down. I guarantee you, to this day, to most, people can't, like it once did. most people can't name seven Red Sox right now. And that's, not, that's <laughs> unusual because you know the Yankees. You know, obviously, the, the, you know, the, the Houston Astros. The biggest and best teams in the big markets, everybody knows their lineups. But I guarantee you, you turn on the postseason this year, and you're seeing a lot of guys in the Red Sox, and this gives them even more credit that aren't the stars. 
They aren't. They don't have the like the Yankees have. Like every best player is going to play for the Yankees. Yeah, but Caleb also made a good point there, and the reason why that a lot of people don't don't know who these players are, and they're not really household names to the outside outside of the people that live in that city and follow that team, is because baseball really does not do a good job of promoting their sport and their teams. They really don't. If you look at the NFL, right? Everyone knows everyone on NFL teams because it's on your it's in your face twenty four seven. For baseball, you really have to go to like the MLB channel. To get steady baseball talk. On, that's available. <laughs> Seriously, right. there was a World Series right, going on. We're in the point. we're in the middle like, of we're yeah. The, when you look at daily fantasy commercials, how often are those basketball or football players? When do you see a hockey or baseball player? You really don't. Daily fantasy. You really don't. It's it's, it's basically now it's become a, a baseball has become a niche sport. It ha- America's pastime has become a niche sport. It's been surpassed by the NFL so, and, and I basketball. I definitely say more regionalized than niche, but yeah, I definitely agree. Seriously, about because that you're passage. right. Because Tony said you couldn't name me, name me anyone who could name me seven players on the Red Sox, right? Name me someone who can name me five. Well, that's four. that's my point, and, and my point is, baseball fans know the regular fans don't, and we expect that. But the bottom line is, what this team did, which made him great, is. The stuff that you need to do in the postseason, yeah. getting scoring runs with two outs. I don't remember any team that ever was able to put together rallies and get runs with two outs. That's the most pressure in the postseason when you can get two out hits. And the fact that legends are made that way, having the top line of hit what zero for thirteen was Mookie what zero for thirteen? Yeah, until he hit that home run, ridiculous yeah. like that. Yeah, he was in a horrible slump. And they got guys like Sale and oh. all these other guys who came in and were major contributors. Guys who were, you know, would look down on in other cities, and then they bring Nathan them in. Nathan Ovaldi was in the 18-inning game. Yep, exactly. So like, you give them credit, exactly you know. Right. I, I, the one thing I didn't like what the Red Sox did, but this is the way the world has changed. You know, they're chanting, Yankees suck uh, at, at, on the field at Dodger Stadium. Just, just the Yankees nonsense. aren't even in the – why, why do you care about the Yankees? <laughs> you dropped 16 runs on them in their stadium, didn't they? Didn't they drop 16 on the Yankees at Yankee Stadium when they played them? So why do you worry about the teams that you beat? You won. You're the world champions. And listen, no one's taking anything away from the Red Sox. Now, just to piggyback and, and go back to what Caleb was saying, I think his, his point was is that the people that actually do care about these Dodgers are worried about the fact of the, the team going forward, and there are a lot of talks of, of, of a change in uh, you know, the captain of the ship there with Roberts. And no, I hear you, man. Listen, it's, like, it's great that Machado... Uh, Great that Machado uh, filled in for Corey Seager, but yep. is the left side of the infield going to have Seager and Machado? You know, there's just a lot of big question marks going into the Dodgers offseason here. Uh, if I may have a little bit of uh, horizontal integration with podcasts here, if that's all right. Absolutely. We're uh, here for, for you. Two seconds. Okay. You can for have horizontal anything you. on this uh, podcast. We usually do the horizontal mambo, especially with our Sky Energy Blue Sky drink tonight. Uh, Tony was saying no, normally on this program we do the horizontal mambo. Is, is normally what we do here. <laughs> Especially on Halloween. You see what he's wearing, right? I mean, this is what i got to deal with. Oh, come on. He's got all the good fashion sense in the world here, Tony does. Um, But I'm taking everything I learned from my radio producership in Indianapolis, my internship in L.A., and, of course, listening to you for a decade and a half. And going to start my own podcast. uh, Beautiful. With the premise of uh, uh, finding interviews through various sports and breaking down a lot of the sports lingo that me and you and all of us in the room would get but maybe not a casual sports fan and trying to maybe bridge that gap and create more of a fandom because of it. And with all your insights, I'd love to have at one point in time all three of you on as guests to my uh, program. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very happy. I, I, you know, I've done a lot of shows with young people, and I've helped young people throughout my career, whether they're men or young women. You know, that's what I learned from the best in the business. And now, you know, when, when somebody asks for help, 
if I have the time, I try to help them as much as I can. And podcasting, the one thing about podcasting, which has made it a lot easier to get experience, but you know, back in the day, and we're not even talking about 50 years ago, we're talking about 10, 15 years ago, if you were a young person who wanted to pursue broadcasting, whether it was news or sports, getting a job was difficult because even at a small station, you had to convince somebody to give you a break to go on the radio. Right. And right. nowadays, you don't even have to have a radio station to get your feet wet. Put up a podcast. You may not have a lot of listeners, but you can learn because all you're doing technically is talking. You're not running your own equipment. It's all about bringing content to the table, getting your feet wet, and then you send the tapes of those out to a radio station because most people who start in radio... They don't have, they have audition tapes that they make themselves. Right. I mean, Tony, when you were young, when you were like eight, nine, ten years old, you used to be in your mother's basement. I was in my mother's basement, not playing video games or Fortnite or masturbating. I was there pretending I was on a radio. Right. So That's what I did so in a dark basement. If, if podcasting had been around when you were young, yes. you would have been doing the same thing, practicing, honing, you know, seeing what worked and what I didn't. Mean, and, and I didn't even tape myself. Here's the thing. I was I mean, down in the basement doing a fake radio show that nobody heard, including like, me. Did you, like, talk, did you talk into, like, a, a hairbrush when you uh, Yeah, still... I talked into whatever I had, a hammer, <laughs> you know, whatever I found in the back of the basement in South Philly. Back then, you still had hair. So I had hair, <laughs> and that's what I did. I pretend, but I sounded, I sounded terrible because I had a South Philly accent. Then I went to broadcasting school, and I learned diction and enunciation and all that other stuff, which you needed to do back then. Now you don't need any of that stuff. Just turn on the radio and TV no, and podcast. <laughs> I'm living proof. <laughs> well, and that's good. That's an advantage because you can still offer content without sounding like a radio professional. Well, and Tony, a lot of people, I mean, I know that you don't like tooting your own horn, but... but Except there, when it comes to wing bolo. That's a sore subject with me. <laughs> a little bit. No, I'm kidding. There is an award <laughs> being named after you at yes. the BSM Summit this year. That's right. It's the first one, Tony. and it's because of the fact that there are so many young people out there, not and they're not young anymore, who... Um, say that you're the first one that gave them the break, you're the one that inspired them, you're the one that they learned from, you've worked with so many different people, and so this award that is being named after you, um, and it's the first inaugural Tony Bruno Award, is going to be given out each year to people that represent the same spirit that you have had over the years. Um, innovative, um, in sports and this Radio. is a national award, yeah. so it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm honored. Trust me, J Jason Barrett, who, who came up with that, he's got some of the best people ever in this industry appearing at this uh, event in Los Angeles. You, 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 you're, like a, you're like a coach with a coaching tree. Like, I have like, like the, the Bill, Bill Parcells, Parcells tree, yeah. The only problem is, though, is that like, I'm like the Eric Mangini of that, <laughs> of that tree. You know, I, I, I didn't turn into like, like Nick Saban or anything. Like, I could have went to like a smaller market and did well for myself. I decided to go right into the pros and fail no, you're not. You're working your way up. Now, you got your own reality oh. show coming up with the... That's true, man. That's right. And what are you talking about? That's you when know, you know I've jumped the shark. I'm down, down going to reality TV. And it's, there's no nudity involved. You don't even have to marry <laughs> well, some strange chick. Well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We don't know this slide. We don't know that yet. Well, nudity will help. The great Ken Cage, Airplane Repo. Now, what's the new revamped? It's not going to be Airplane Repo. I can't even say be... the name yet. Oh, I can't. it's not? I can't, oh, I can't, they haven't I can't. officially announced. But it's all the same people from... Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not at all the different, but Ken Cage, Danny... Like, They're the all, only two. Yeah. They're the only two coming and back. And now you're going to be the greenhorn. Yep. He's the greenhorn, but he's and not going to be on everybody on gets to make fun of him 
all Why, the time. What's the big deal about everyone to make fun of me, though? Like, what's, what, what, that's, that's how you that's get tough. That's what we're supposed to do. That's, that's how, how you, you get yes. thicker skin. That's how you develop this. But that's how you get punched in the face. Like, no. you realize that, too, right? No, you don't. No, you don't. See, this is what you don't understand. You have to get to the point where you get punched. You, you get made all fun right. of. No, listen. You get made fun of so often that it doesn't make a difference anymore. All right, so here, here's the thing. How about we get to the point where they stop making fun of me because I'm not the greenhorn anymore? So here's my idea, ready? Why don't we bring someone else into this goddamn podcast and make them the intern, all right? Because yeah, I, I think the, I've, I've, I've progressed. No, because you still haven't learned how to take it. What do you mean I haven't learned how Yes, I do. See? See? So defensive. Does that mean uh, does that mean you're looking for an intern opening, Tony? <laughs> we're always looking for interns. We're always looking for unpaid, unskilled workers. <laughs> right. Free labor. Actually, we're looking for unpaid, skilled workers, willing to work long hours for absolutely nothing but the 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 the, the fabulous items that we have, like I hear you, the Sky Energy drink, and Cantina Laredo dinners, and and, uh, and tequila dinners, and, and groupies, and going to the Super Bowl, and going to the Super Bowl like Luigi got to do. Yep. Going Ex- to the final four. Experiences wow. unlike any other. Exactly. Getting pissed drunk with Robert Horry and Warren Moon. There's a lot there, Tony. Well, that's, Caleb. That's intimidating. You want to come to Indiana? <laughs> I bet. You know, I went to school in Indiana for I would six love months. To. I missed going to Indiana for the Super Bowl that one year, and I'm really bummed. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Sorry. Oh, I would have come to Radio Indiana. Row. I know exactly where that's at, too, where they had it at least uh, during that Super Bowl. And We've got to main- come for a fi- another final four coming up in Indianapolis, right? Yes, there is. Oh, maybe we it's should look into that. It's not next year. Next year is where... Is it in San Antonio? I think uh, it's San Antonio next year, 2019. And I know Indianapolis is in the mix, and I think they're coming up the year after. We have Joe Quilla doing the research on that. Yeah, Minnesota is 2019. Oh, we got to get back to Minnesota, bro. Oh, Minnesota's 2019? Uh, 2020, it says, is Atlanta. Hmm. When is Indianapolis again? 2021 is Indianapolis. Uh, Usually, the the rule of thumb is every four to five years. So if it was, what, in 16? Do we have the rotation, right, Joe? Right, that was the last one. Uh, <laughs> I have the uh, rotation. No, no they announced we, we know the, the, we know the cities, going. just like we know the Super Bowl cities for the next few years. Oh, we're Minnesota this year, dude. Minnesota? 2019, yeah. Minnesota. 2020, it's going to be in Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh-huh. And then we'll be at Lucas Oil Stadium in 2021. There you go. I'm Indianapolis, right there. Right there. Book it. Book it, so Dano. I guess we're marking our dates here, right? Naptown, April 3rd, man. Uh, 2021, yep. Tony. You know, we're, the first thing we got to do when we get there, what do we have to do, Rob? What are you going to do, St. Elmo's? St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Well, maybe the mayor, well, it's probably not the same mayor, but this, the mayor of Indianapolis had given no, it's Tony. No, mayor. Yeah, had given Tony the keys to the That's city. That's why he's not the mayor anymore. <laughs> Tony, we, could, me, we <laughs> gave me the keys to the city, and, and then get I the hell out, and I looted it. <laughs> I took all the, all the women and children and get moved out. back to Philadelphia. Get out. Dude, we get to go uh, back to Minnesota and not freeze our asses <laughs> off. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. I said I wanted to go back when it thawed. Now we get a chance to go see it. Oh, goodness. This is awesome. All yeah. right, okay. Well, you stay in touch, man. Uh, St. Elmo's, Tony, on the final thought here before you wrap up before the break, I'd imagine. Your picture is still there. My picture is still in St. Elmo's Steakhouse? Yes, sir. Is it really? That's awesome. Give man. me a roaring round of applause right there. <laughs> I'll give you one of those. Hang on. You don't toot your own horn ever. <laughs> My picture's not in the cat house, though, out in uh, Nevada. No, it's not. That's one spot I didn't make. There's still time, though. You got your, where's, where's your picture located at? It's in the restaurant somewhere. We'll well, yeah, to, duh, duh, no shit. I don't know. I haven't been there in years. For, and for Minneapolis, we'll have to call um, um, Chef Andrew Zimmern and... He, 
in, accept his invitation to stay at his place. Exactly. <laughs> you know where else we can go while we're back in Minnesota? We can go back to Canteen Laredo in Minnesota because people right. still have a chance to win because the phone lines are working again. In now. the Mall of America. We went to that cantina there. See our boy Jay. And then we also went to the great place where we hosted our Eagles Super Bowl party. Hometown Brewery. Hometown Brewery. No, not Hometown no, Brewery. Uh, hometown Tavern. No, it's Hometown Brewery. Hometown Brewery. We have shirts that we say just, it right just, there. I had the shirt on a couple days ago. I, I, I assure I you it's called Hometown Brewery. I have the sweatshirt. I have the sweater, the hockey sweater. I got to wear that. I and assure you, you it's called Hometown Brewery. Yeah, it is Hometown Caleb, <laughs> we are looking forward to coming on your show whenever you have it up and running. Awesome. Uh, if I might be busy, Caleb. I don't know, like man. Commercial break or something. If you guys want to give me like a number to reach you at or anything, I'll be more than willing to wait on hold while you guys take all the uh, hot shot sports takes here. I really appreciate. Well, uh, we would do that normally if we had our fantastic. Um, tell them. Uh, tell them. I'll, I'll text. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll Luigi will text you. As Hugh Downs used to say when he was oh, hosting 2020, okay, when people actually watched it on ABC, you're in touch, so we're in touch. And now we're all gonna go pee. We're going to so, go pee right now. Take a five-minute break. <laughs> grab yourself a drink. Go pee. Let's, let's say goodbye go to ahead. Caleb. Let's say goodbye Meet to Caleb us. real quick. Bye, Caleb. Caleb. We'll talk to you, buddy. There he is. Thank let's you. Uh, thank you, everyone. Have a, uh, have a happy Halloween, all right? We are, Thanks man. Too, buddy. Give him a roaring round of applause I right can. now. That's, that's gone now. We'll have a Whitey Bulger update coming up in the next hour. He's gone. He's still dead at this hour. Yeah. Clinging valiantly and I to have, death. I have like two updates. We're like backing up here, Tony. I know we are. We have a... Uh, I got a 2015 NFL draft update for you. I got to take a leak. Yes. I'm just giving you teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> we need a potty break. And we'll give away the tickets. The, not tickets. Dinner for two at Cantina Laredo in King of Prussia Who coming up. Who is going to join us Who's for gonna the be there last tequila dinner of the year? Of 2018. Will this influence the outcome of next week's election? I would imagine so. It will influence me greatly. I'll tell you that. Yes. Come back in five after minutes. After the night, I won't care. We'll be right back. Stick around. Tony Bruno Show live on Halloween. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.